Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Good to Game Radio. I'm your host Tony speaking. With me tonight is Clint. Clint, how you doing? You know, uh, I'm keeping it together over here, Tony. <laughs> the uh, I have a I, I didn't specifically mention this because I wanted to spring this on to you as quickly as possible and have it be a surprise. Okay. Uh, I want uh, you to tell the uh, the listeners about our 1v1 in civilization. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it went uh, in your favor. Was the sun in your eyes when you were yeah, playing? it was in my eyes. I, uh, <laughs> I, can, I can see, uh, you know, see what was going on. I was blinded. <laughs> No, yeah, um, I mean, I'm sitting here fighting barbarians for the first hour of this game. You know, it's a four-hour, was it three <laughs> or four hours that we played that th- game? Th- three and some change, I think. Three, yeah. And the first hour, I I spent just battling barbarians the whole time. And I'm thinking, well, if I have barbarians, you know, I'm sure you have barbarians too. And you weren't really saying much. You were you were saying, oh, yeah, I've got uh, this barbarians getting on my nerves or whatever. So you were just leading me on, thinking, letting me think that, you know, oh, we're both in the same situation. And then suddenly I, I look at the scoreboard. I finally figured out how to use the menu again. And I look at the scoreboard and I'm like, you're just running away with it, you know. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so I, I remember one of the stats. And that was, uh, by the way, I did have bar problems. I just handled them. I'm just saying. Um <laughs> Next time we play, and we're going to play again, I'm turning off Barbarians, okay? There will be no barbs at all. Uh, But here's a stat. Uh, At one point, I had 667 science, and you had 37. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. You had a rough game, for sure. I remember you were... uh, you mentioned like, oh, that guy, oh, this, you know, I had trouble like seeing the city that was, but you know, one of the sieves was between us right. and I couldn't see his actual city centers because I wanted to send spies over there and all that, yeah. but I couldn't see his city centers because of the way the borders were set up and I could never get open borders with him the whole game because he hated me the whole time. Yeah. And you were like, I don't know, his cities look pretty fancy, skyscrapers and all that. And I was just thinking... Oh, Tony. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You're already launching satellites. <laughs> yeah, that is... Uh, I think that is when you realized how to like do it. Because we, we didn't see each other for a good bit of the game. Uh, I actually knew you were having... I will say this. I knew you were having trouble with barbs. And uh, I, I basically got mine taken care of, uh, I don't know, at a reasonable time in the game. Yeah. And then just maintain, you know, they'd pop up. Because in it, we played the online mode, like the 250 turns. Yeah. Uh, you can't spread out as much as you would like to in that game mode. Right. It's just there's not enough time. Like, I could have probably settled, like, nine more cities or something like that. I had kind of planned out. And I just stopped settling them because I was not going to get any value from them at that point in the game, you know. Yeah. That many of them. They wouldn't, like, return on the investment in, in time. But, um. I purposely did not go and send a scout over to you for a long time because I didn't want you to be able to see my, like, my stats in the game. 
because I had a, I suspected that I was doing better, but then, geez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were, uh, you were, you were quietly just uh, running away with it. <laughs> and yeah, I'm over here like, how, how do you uh, uh, make a trade with somebody? How do you talk to anybody? <laughs> like, you're just like, you know, doing all this stuff, launching satellites. I was like. <clears throat> I saw the notification where you'd launch a satellite or something. I'm like, what? <laughs> I still got a horse and carriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that it was weird because I made it, I made you play on the deity, uh, deity level difficulty. And those uh, sieves did not react at all like deity. Like I went and got a religion right away, which is uh, like an important thing to do right. in uh, multiplayer because it's so easy for them to, take you out when it's a small, you know, if it's only four people, I wanted to make sure that they didn't like beat us with religion. None of the civs got a religion like forever. It took forever. And then the guy had a, the guy had a religion, hated me the whole game, never tried to come and spread his religion to me. It was really weird the way that that, that whole game played out. Right. But we'll try again. Get you some sunglasses so the sun won't be in your eyes. So I told you I was talking to Jason. Uh, and Jason, from actually from having his baby, comes back to work tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. I'm more excited about it than he is, that's for sure. Um, but we got some time uh, today to hang out. We were chatting, and I told him that story. I said, I don't know how I'm going to... I don't know how I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> it's like, I definitely, I definitely want to uh, try to embarrass Tony as much as possible. You know, my good friend, Tony, <laughs> but uh, no, I didn't, I didn't know what to say. So I figured I'd just throw it on you right away. Yeah, no we problem. played some zombies today. There's a new zombies, uh, cold war zombies map. Oh, you Forsaken. And, you and Jason played zombies today. Yeah. Yeah. The mysterious Jason. The mysterious haven't Jason. haven't had a chance to say it in a while. He kind yeah. of disappeared uh, with the birth of his new uh, new child. So, wait, is it new or first child? First child, yeah. First child. Well, congratulations to Jason. If, you, if you're listening, Jason, the uh, the proud new papa of a mysterious baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mysterious Jason and the mysterious baby. Oh, I love it. But, it, you know, it was nice hanging out with him today, and it kind of felt a little bit like old times because, you know, with the new baby and everything, I hadn't, hadn't seen him quite as much. And I think his uh, wife was still – I think he flew back a day early from where they had been, you know, where where home is for them. So got to spend a little time. But new zombies map is kind of kind of fun, but we noticed, like – it's like we're not good zombies players. <laughs> like, so – when it's a new map that we don't know or understand, like we do not do well. <laughs> so we, we played the new map for a little bit and then, uh, we were like, Hey, you want to go play the first one? <laughs> so we just, we, it's just so we could play. We, we did much better on that one. We actually were able to, we, we did an X fill at round uh, 51. Uh, when we were playing on that, just kind of leveling up some weapons. I told him it might be nice to play a uh, war zone. You know, new season just came out. Vanguard is going to have Warzone, so maybe try to get into the competitive, competitive stuff a little bit. So get back into uh, it, huh? Yeah, I, I think it's time. I, I mean, I got away because of all the cheating for the most part. Uh, just being in the skill-based matchmaking just cranked up so hard, where it's like 
you have to sweat every game. Well, I've had like a few months uh, kind of vacation from sweating in my video games, so maybe I'm ready to pwn some noobs, you know, <laughs> as, the, as the kids say. Right, so right before uh, the new Vanguard and the new uh, Battlefield, all all those <laughs> drop, you're going back to Tony Warzone. Can I talk to you about the the uh, Battlefield beta? Uh, sure. Yeah, you had a chance to play it, right? Uh, I did. Actually, here's a story. Vance and I were texting, and we were gonna hop on. Because he texted, oh, it's out. Okay. It's out. Let's hop in there and play. And uh, you had to pre-order it. So this is the pre-order beta. Right. Okay, so let me just spend my 100 bucks, you know, to pre-order the game. And uh, I uh, get to that point, buy it, load it up. Vance didn't realize it was pre-order. He was not ready to pre-order the game yet. <laughs> Right, he had not made the decision that that's you know I don't think he was uh, maybe as excited about as excited about it as you you know like if he even was going to be playing the game or not right right well so he convinced me to get on stream so I got on stream it was my uh, you know triumphant return to streaming you know after I think a year or nine months I had to set it up on my PlayStation Five <laughs> which I got in December so at least before then but I streamed this game Tony. This is the worst game that has ever existed in the history of the world. <laughs> the Vanguard, uh, the Vanguard, the Battlefield beta was horrible. Like, I can't even, like, understate, like, there's, it, it's all the worst things about Call of Duty and none of the good things. First, like, the, uh, there, there are some, some cool things they're trying to do where, like, you could change your, uh, like your guns loadout, you could change it while it's in your hands. Right. Yes. The the quick right. change. Yeah. So you just like click some buttons that aren't super intuitive on controller at least, but click some buttons, change your loadout, and then you can uh, you know put a scope on it, take it off, whatever, change the kind of how the interactions work on the on the uh, gun. That was cool. What wasn't cool is how incredibly freaking huge the map was and the amount of time that I spent running around looking for somebody only for them to spawn right behind me on this monstrous map and murder me in the back. Like, I literally just ran past this area, and now there's a guy spawning, killing me, and I've been running for five minutes. And I don't even think five minutes is an exaggeration. Like, so much running. And then there's these, uh... There was vehicles and stuff like that, glitched, couldn't get into a single vehicle, and, like, I spawned in a helicopter yeah. that someone else was flying couldn't jump out of it because the interactions with the with, with the uh vehicles was not working properly the uh the i hated the way the recoil worked on the guns i hated that the sniper the longest sniper rifle scope was like nowhere near long enough for how big the map is like nowhere nowhere even close yeah. so i actually went on PlayStation's app today or their website to request uh, to request a refund for this game because it was so bad. I think even if you're playing it, I don't think I'm going to play it with you. And while I waited in the queue of 396 people, mm -hmm. uh, when it got down to like, uh, I can't remember what it was, 
30 something people from the top of the queue it kicked yeah. me out and so i rejoined the queue and you know what it told me What's that? it looks like you were just talking to chat please try later it wouldn't <laughs> let me do it so i just need you to remind me just shoot me a text tomorrow if you think about it for me to cancel the pre-order of that absolute garbage game i know I'm, i know you're excited about it. i'm sorry have you played it nope i have not played it yet all right yeah i didn't think so saved you saved you all the trouble it's a horrible game it's not fun yeah, I might wait to see what the final product is before I jump in. Give it a give it a, a little bit before I jump in, especially if none of y'all are gonna be playing it now because of the uh, impressions dude. of the uh, demo or the beta. Oh, it's so bad, dude! Like <clears throat> the guns, the way the guns work. Either, I mean, I had some, uh, I had some like good, good plays. One thing that was cool. Here's my one like highlight reel uh, thing that happened. I guess a couple of things, but one that was the coolest was one of the characters is like an engineer or something. And he has like the rocket launcher for the grenade or for the uh, tanks and all that. And uh, <laughs> this guy is sniping at me. And you know you could see the lens flare, which I'm happy to have the lens flare because that's like you know the most OP thing ever is a sniper rifle without a lens flare. But I see this guy, and, and I'm just moving, making sure I'm not making the shots easy for him. And I take out this rocket launcher, and the guy's got to be, like, 300 meters away or something. <laughs> and I hit him with the rocket launcher and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> I took one shot. I kind of, like, I'm, like, buddy hopping while I'm taking the shot, too. Uh, like, to just to make sure he, he can't get me. And I did a, like, buddy hop shot uh rocket launcher kill from 300 meters wow. one shot it's uh it was, that was cool but man like this was not a good game like i don't know like the bullet velocity was also too low and sniping i don't think uh i don't think i got a single hit with the sniper when i tried it yeah just i couldn't i couldn't figure it out and i've watched like other people like Jev is a guy that I've I've checked uh, checked out his videos from time to time. He's a Call of Duty streamer, but he's in Phase Clan, um, and he's he does a lot of multiplayer. You'd actually like him for that reason. And he played the beta, and his entire video is trying to understand the controls and try to figure out how to lead people when he's sniping. Like it was like the fact that this professional video game player in Phase Clan is having as much difficulty as with this game as me made me feel better about it because my initial thoughts were that I just suck. I'm sure I still suck, but the fact that he was having the same kind of troubles yeah. like put me at ease that maybe it's not me. Maybe it's the freaking horrible game, you know, but I'm sorry, buddy. I know that you were excited about it. Oh, I ain't too worried about it. You know, there's plenty of other games to play if it doesn't pan out. So we'll see. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Come play some zombies. I uh, do I feel like playing zombies. I'm like out of the zombie mood, even though um, Back for Blood is is dropping this month, right? Yeah, and it was that was a horrible freaking beta too, man. Yeah, these betas aren't doing these companies much uh, much good. They need to pull off. a hood a hood Outlaws and Legends right and hide their horrible game from us <laughs> and, until it's out. And we could spend the money and lose the money because uh, of how horrible it is, you know, and this will never play it again. And I don't remember who makes Hood Outlaws and Legends because I've tried so hard to block that out of my mind. 
that game. <laughs> so they'll get me again unless you save me because you probably remember who made it. I actually don't remember who made that game. I think it was a new studio, but I don't remember who made it, what their name was. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll close down and we don't have to worry about this. Right. What are you playing, Tony? I just finished Canna Bridge of Spirits. That game is beautiful. I did the, what did we do, the screen share the other day on the PlayStation? It looked really cool. Like, just w my immediate impressions when I, when you, uh, you know, when you had it on and I, I went and looked at it was that I would like to play that game. That was my thoughts. And then you've kind of told me that you don't think I'd like it as much. Right. Just because you say you don't like, envi uh, you don't like puzzles, so... <laughs> There's a lot of environmental puzzles that are going on. They're not that complicated and like typically very easy uh, and quick. You know, there's not a whole lot that you have to do. But uh, I also don't care for a lot of puzzles in my games, and I uh, I was getting a little frustrated with the uh, fight puzzle, fight puzzle, fight puzzle. That would probably be my only complaint. It's like too many puzzles for me. Like. I want a straight shot to the next zone so I can continue fighting or continue pushing the narrative forward. But, I mean, it is a core part of the game, so I understand why they have it. But, you know, I still think that the game is phenomenal. You know, I think that uh, if we were to do a game of the year a survey right now, you know you know how much I like Returnal. The Returnal's right now for me, you know, Probably the best game I've played so far this year. Um, Kena is right there. I'm like, man, it's it's right there. Uh, but the the presentation, the visuals, the music, the story is not overly complex. It's pretty simple, really. Uh, but everything is done so well, and it comes together, you know, in a in in, in a very strong package uh, that looks great. Just like the prettiest package. But surprisingly, the gameplay, like, the there's a lot of boss uh, battles that you have to do, but even just a regular combat, it's actually pretty challenging. But the boss battles in particular are pretty difficult. I, was, I, I, I think I died well over a dozen times on a couple of them uh, trying to get past it, and that's, that was just on the uh, normal mode. So the, the difficulty of the boss battle battles... Uh, surprised me but I liked it because I do like uh, stuff to be difficult so I uh, I was just caught off guard because it looked so pretty <laughs> but I was like yeah it's like oh, this is a little kids game you know I, I probably will play it for like two hours and be done with it but you know it kept me engaged uh, it's probably like 10 hours long and it kept me engaged all the way through what uh, simple story there was you know it, it I was interested in seeing the conclusion of it, and it was, you know, it was told pretty powerfully. So, I'm very happy uh, with the game, and I'm actually considering, you know, when the game released, it was only uh, digital format only. There was no hard disc, but I was actually thinking of picking up the hard uh, the hard copy in November. I think that's when they have a deluxe edition that's releasing. Um, so I definitely would like to add that, you know, and it's independent studio. It's a the amazing thing, it's like the studio is only like 15 people and it is formed by a couple of guys that, you know, are animation experts. 
but not gaming experts. Like they don't really have a lot of gaming expertise, um, but they formed the studio and they made this game. <laughs> their way they were able to bring together their knowledge of animation and storytelling and mix in some solid combat and some platforming and you know all together in the music music's pretty good too um the way they were able to do all that for their first attempt that's pretty impressive like i mean there's big mega studios out there that can't put out a product as uh, polished and and and, uh engaging and good looking as this one so sony needs to buy them up and add them to their studio collection because this is like the characters itself kenna i mean that that would be a good ip for them to have like it, it's almost very it's zelda like right yeah that's what it is i couldn't like place it where like why there was like some familiarity with it but that that's i think what i needed to hear to put it together yeah so i think it would definitely be something uh, an ip that they could build upon and uh expand on in the future so yeah it's a really good game so if you can get past the puzzle parts you know <laughs> it the rest of it is definitely uh top notch and the puzzles yeah, that... are the puzzles are you know simple and they fit it's just like oh man there's just so many puzzles <laughs> environment and puzzles everything is a puzzle that uh the boss fight that i watched you do was uh i mean it looked like the it had some mechanics it wasn't super straightforward you know and it was it was interesting and it looked like it was you know difficult but also you know not overly yeah the crazy thing about it is like that would be like a mini mini boss fight like you run in those guys Later on. Oh, really? They introduced that guy to you, then you're going to encounter that guy as a regular mob or a minion regularly later on. Really? The real bosses are crazy difficult, and they have, like, you know, sequences that they do and stuff like that. that It's it's very uh, Bloodborne Bloodborne. or uh, Demon Souls-ish with the bosses where they have big caricature and it does something, you know, unique that you have to kind of work around very similar to that. Uh, except I find that they had their movement was so much quicker than what you would might find in one of those games. So yeah, it's definitely a challenge. If you're looking for a challenge, it, it, it's, it definitely has that. So it's not, not just a kitty game. I don't, I don't even think kids could play the game truthfully. Like if you're, if you're a parent and you're going to buy this for your kid, I mean, they're going to, be frustrated unless they're super super really really good with video games like it's it's difficult can they put it on like the easiest setting or something yeah, there's a story mode basically where uh, you can set it down to story mode and you're just interested in the narrative and it will like the enemies will they'll, they'll still attack you and stuff but they won't do it with a lot of ferocity you know like a lot of a lot of times they'll just kind of stand there for a second while you you know whack away on them yeah so you can turn it down for the kids the way you're describing some of these bosses you know what reminded me of is is returnal which you had mentioned but a few days ago i actually watched a it was developers react to a 46 minute returnal speed run and I'm I'm watching this guy play it, and it was one. There's a mechanic that I didn't know existed, which is 
you can I think once you can melee, you can like do a weird like melee jump. Like it's it it's like you're throwing yourself like you're Super Mario or something. And uh you could cover like 20 feet or so in a jump. Like it it basically made it where things that you shouldn't be able to jump over, you could jump over. Which I guess is just a mechanic in the game that is probably unintentional, but I learned that that's a thing. But I'm playing through this. It was interesting listening to the developer's commentary. But then the guy got to the first boss, and I was like, I just kind of remembered how tanky the bosses were. So I watched him do the first one, and I was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, that was three minutes of the 46 or whatever, you know? And then he keeps going, he gets to the next boss, and I just stop watching. Like, the bosses were, like, their mechanics were not, like, interesting enough, you know? Like, it was just, they seemed like they were just basically bullet sponges that you had to dodge their attacks for a certain number of, you know, minutes while you finished it. That's, like, my criticism of, uh of Returnal is like, I think the boss battles could definitely use some tweaks. I enjoyed the game. I thought it was a really good game, but that's something like when you go back to watch a game, yeah. like I can't even tell you how many playthroughs of Borderlands 2 I've watched people do, you know? Right. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and it's always interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. everything about it, but with Returnal, I thought there was one area that was just really missing. Yeah, I think that's true with, like, the very first boss you encounter. Like, he pretty much kind of stands there, then he uh, dips down into, like, the uh, fog layer and then reappears somewhere else. You know, there's not yeah. a whole lot going there. And I thought the third boss in the game was pretty unique where you had to navigate the platform. The platforming. Stuff. I thought that was neat. I mean, the they're last, interesting. The last boss was, like, kind of what you're saying, though, you're like, it really wasn't that difficult. Like, if you've, if you've defeated some of the other bosses, by the time you got to the last boss in Returnal, it's like... Easy mode. Easy. I'm like, I'm, there's not a lot that he's doing. I remember that I played that. I think it was the time I actually beat it, like my first ever time beating him. And I wasn't paying attention because I got, like, the auto-aim gun. I don't remember what they are called or whatever, but it was like... It would seek in on it with the... Uh, tracers or something you know and i was playing and i was like this is taking a while but i was so focused on just dodging the attacks because my gun was gonna auto aim right yeah um that i that i forgot that like you have to hit specific areas like crits to make it go like the fight probably took like 10 minutes because i just kept like standing there you know and just dodging 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 while yeah. just holding down the trigger and fo- oh i'm supposed yeah, to like shoot the orb and shoot yeah, this or whatever uh, big blisters or some uh, that, uh yeah on the skin i you know what i did the exact same thing i did not realize that that's what i had to shoot at in the very first time i, I fought that boss and i defeated it you know pretty easily i thought but i didn't realize that that was what I was hitting that that's what I needed to hit in order to do damage to him. I was I had the weapon uh the pylon driver <laughs> and you just shoot it and all you know in a pattern and it uh forms like a net. So Is yeah. that what I was I can't remember what I would have been using, man. Yeah. I mean the yeah, the pylon that there's no missing really. <laughs> yeah, that must have been what I was yeah. using. So I didn't realize. And the next time I went in, I actually had like a carbine 
something that you actually had to aim at those points. Otherwise, you weren't going to be, you know, hitting hitting him. I still did not realize that that's what I needed to do. Yeah. I'm like, why is this so difficult this time? And I actually had to go YouTube it. I'm like, why Why am I having difficulty this time? And then it's like, oh. <laughs> we are really bad at video games. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I don't know, like, I don't hope anyone that listens thinks, like, man, these are some pro gamers over here. I think we've probably done enough to dispel that possibility in their minds, right? But, right. like, you. Uh, you know, it just kind of goes to show you that you don't have to be good at video games to enjoy them, no. you know? Yeah, sometimes you just have to walk away, right? You just have to put it down, yeah. walk away. Yeah, and I want to go back to, like, Kenna for a minute. I, I told you that, you know. Uh, the platforming is it's not that difficult and the puzzles aren't that difficult. There were two puzzles in that game <laughs> where you had to like figure out a way and open to figure out a way to open a door to to uh to go to the next area, which is basically what all the puzzles are, but uh this was like a major story transition point and I could not <laughs> figure out how to open this door dude i looked all over i went back to the like there's a hub village hub i went back there am i looking did i miss something i went back and forth i mean i think i spent two hours looking for a, a way to open this door i could not figure it out i i ended up turning the game off and going to bed i'm like i don't know should should i you know, YouTube it, you know, this, it seems, I didn't want to do that because it's like, man, this seems so simple. I'm missing something, right? I want to figure this out. So the ne next day I came back and I started looking around, looking around. <sighs> Wasn't getting anywhere. Then I came, I stood in front of the door and I was like, and I, and I was like, think, it, think. It's like, it, it's like uh, that moment with uh, Obi-Wan is teaching uh, Luke Skywalker when they're on the <laughs> Millennium Falcon and he keeps getting zapped by the little No robot. idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, but go right. ahead. Yeah. Uh, he's like, you know, just let go. <laughs> so I was like, I just like, uh, relax. And I look up, my character looks up and in the trees is like a gym. I'm like, oh, <laughs> let me shoot that. Let me see what it does. I shoot the gym and this little light creeps out of it and goes to like a tree like a little bit further down oh there's another gym let me shoot that <laughs> one and then there's a third gym and when i shoot the uh, third gym i hear a noise and then i'm like let me activate this platform and the door opens i'm like that was there the whole time so <laughs> what was the payoff worth the two hours that you spent looking for it uh. I mean, I was happy to, to move the on. Answer's to no, Tony, to move on the answer is no, Tony. Come on. There's no reasonable chance. But I was like, I can't believe that. But, dude, like, right? So the last day I played the game, or what I thought was going to be the last day I was going to play the game, right? I'm thinking I'm at the end, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm right there because there's some, like, objectives that you have to complete, and you can see where they're on the map. And uh, so there's, like, three in the zone, and I'm on the – I'm, I'm in the zone I'm like oh I'm almost at the end and I get to this uh, location and there's like these three uh, baskets full of, of candles you know each basket has a, can a set of candles in it and you have these little helpers they call it rot and you can tell them to pick stuff up so and move them around so I tell them to go pick 
you know the baskets up and put them on these pedestals which there's three pedestals located I'm like obviously they go on the pedestals right so i just put the one in front of each pedestal i put on you know i put it on the pedestal then i might i try to activate the door nothing so i start rearranging the baskets on the pedestals okay well they're just not in the right order so change that i do that like two times I still can't get the door open. I'm like, are you serious? <sighs> so I, I did that. Why, for why do they do that? Why do they I put did, these in games, Tony? Like, no, dude, who is this for? No. Is it just for them to add, co- like, oh, it needs to be 10 hours long. Let's no. make sure they waste three hours on puzzles. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And yes and no. But okay. So I went to bed, right? I was like, I thought for sure I was going to finish that game. I came back the next day. I sat down, turned it back on. I looked at it. I looked at the pedestals, and then it just like, oh wait, there's a face on the back side of that pedestal, and there's a face on the, a different face. I'm like, oh, I bet there's a face on each of those baskets. I look, sure enough. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? How bad a gamer am I? I'm like, you would have thought I would have figured this out by now because they've only given you this type of puzzle, like. A dozen times before, right? In different situations. They need to build these games to the lowest common denominator. <laughs> and unfortunately, Tony, we are the lowest common denominator. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why do they... Uh, I don't know, dude. It's like... Anyone that wants to put puzzles in a game, like an FPS game, it just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> but you got me thinking earlier, Tony... Those two guys started the studio with 15 people, and they made this great game. So how's the uh, Good to Game Radio? Uh, no, what, what is it? Good to Game Development Studio? How's that coming? Oh, with yeah, the, yeah. the one-man show, and then oh, his... Oh, uh, awesome. And then I give you all the emotional and moral support you need. <laughs> so I was watching a video today, now that you bring that up. I was watching a video today about learning languages, right? And it was a guy from Brazil... And he was like, I'm going to tell you how to learn a language quickly, right? He's like, four years ago, I spoke no English. As you can see, today, I speak (laughs) very good English. Now I'm going to tell you the secret. Now don't skip. You got to watch it all the way to the end. So he starts talking, and he's like, step number one. You have to know why you want to learn a language. Step number two, you have to set a goal. So, Clint, back to your question. Uh, yeah, we stopped at one, and we never went to two. <laughs> 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 we have no goal, okay? <laughs> so, my that's, my that's uh, goal is, is to live off of the uh, the money I make just being on the board, <laughs> and I'll send a proxy. Right. Okay. <laughs> like. <laughs> I gotta have my video game time, Tony. So I can't it, do yeah. that if I have a, a job. Right, yeah. Well, jobs get in the way of everything. Yeah, that's true. What's interesting is you say that is my nephew. I think I mentioned that, you know, they were moving to Spain. Yeah. So he's there now. I was texting him today. And he tells me that his classes are all in Spanish. He doesn't speak Spanish. <laughs> like, For now. He's American, right? <laughs> He's lived in <laughs> Ireland for, I don't know, several years. But 
he's uh you know he does not speak uh he he actually speaks a little bit of like uh, i guess it's gaelic or irish whatever the irish uh thing is you know but the thing is is when he got to ireland he was in a high enough grade that they didn't make him take uh that like the younger the two younger uh nephew and niece had to take more uh had to take like the irish language stuff but he took i think french so he's got some sort of basis of a similar language but it's not the same language and so i was uh, talking to him today and he's like no i really i really like it i've made all these friends he was gonna go be hanging out with friends right when he sent that to me and everything and you know i've made these friends i'm having a great time whatever he goes classes are all in spanish (laughs) you know (laughs) like i don't speak spanish i was like wow i mean like is it is the stuff hard or just in spanish you know like it's so interesting that i i I used to be able to speak spanish and hold a conversation and i have not used those skills because i was always so self-conscious about it because when i was a kid i don't know if it was how i was raised or whatever but people that didn't like if you were speaking english as a second language and it wasn't perfect then i i feel like i look down on people uh that uh you know couldn't communicate effectively in their second third fourth 60th language or whatever like how horrible of me to feel that way but that really messed with me as a as a language learner you know the self-conscious uh you know difficulties that i had with it but yeah i i I gotcha i mean i kind of feel the same way i like i i don't want to sound like totally dumb when i'm trying to learn a language like you know, yeah, kind of apprehensive about speaking it, so like, oh, people are gonna think I'm an idiot by totally butchering their language. <laughs> I could tell you that, you know, I, you know, in Florida, I had a lot of friends that spoke Spanish, a lot of them more uh, Puerto Rican, yeah. and uh, and Puerto Rican Spanish is just different, dude. Like it's it's like a lot of it's kind of like Spanglish, but my friends were all talking and they were joking it was in spanish and i was just trying to figure out and like i I, you know i could get enough of it i'm trying to think what it what's the joke and they're like and they pointed to their uh their face right above their eye and they said oh yeah he was calling this and and they said we're everything is spanish an eyelash and i'm thinking uh (laughs) what's it called (laughs) like that's not what it is and i was like they're all laughing at this person so much for calling it an eyelash, you know? And I'm thinking, am I just an idiot? Like, I know my Spanish isn't good, but that's a freaking eyelash, right? And then, it t- and then I finally realized, oh, they're pointing at their eyebrow. <laughs> like, I, it's not that I have horrible Spanish. It's just that I'm a moron. <laughs> like, so, okay. So, yeah, you're going to be in the same situation when you go to play Kenna. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just skip it then. Look at where the game is pointing. <laughs> yeah, can't can't do it. Well, uh, Tony, now that we've both uh, fully cemented in everyone's minds that we're trash at video games, uh, we we could uh, talk about something we've been wanting to talk about for a couple of weeks now, which is that uh, very fun movie we watched. Uh, what was it? a few weeks ago? We went and saw that in the theaters, and I'm going to ask you to say the name. Do you mean? Shang-Chi? Uh, I feel or like... Uh, that, I the second one's a little right. better, I think. Do you, I, I hold think. On, stop, hold on. Do you mean Shang-Chi? Oh, yes, that's exactly how it should be pronounced, and <laughs> I'm going to never pronounce it ever. 
I'm gonna say they missed a, they probably missed out at least like twenty million is in revenue just because people didn't want to have to say try to say that to the teller. <laughs> you know? Right. Can you just imagine the embarrassment <laughs> embarrassment? No, that's embarrassing. Um But yeah, that movie I think that's one of the better Marvel movies. I, I think a lot of the Marvel Marvel movies are kinda like eh, like B B tier, you right. know. Not great movies. Some of them are really good, but uh, this one was a really excellent movie. Like, very well put together. I thought the pacing was really good. My fa uh, favorite part, I, I think, when I look back on it, is when you realize that uh, that he means serious business. You know, the uh, Sean, his name is Sean. That's right, the name Sean. he goes by, guys. Because <laughs> I'm not going to try to say the other thing. Sean... Is just riding on a bus with his buddy, and then suddenly he's, uh, you know, uh, brought into some violence, and he just handles it amazingly. And the music gets pumping, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we're taking this seriously, right? Like, like these, these people are, are down to give us a good time. I just, and it was a great first action sequence, too. Yeah, man, I thought it was really cool. Um, yeah, the bus fight scene. That was some really good choreography. I, I don't... Uh, I can just imagine how difficult it is to learn all those moves and then try to make it look great on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it definitely looked awesome. And the, the music, you know, the soundtrack it's just was amazing through the whole movie too. But yeah, that that was definitely fairly early on in the movie. You know, hey, this is, this is what to... What you can expect from the uh, yeah the action going forward, and I thought it was it was so funny like how they introduced those two characters, you know, Katie yeah. and Sean. Like they're just coasting through life, man. Like being valet valets, <laughs> yeah, they're valets. Yeah, and she and she thinks he's like a total, you know, weakling too. Oh, this is my friend Sean. I have to be his protector. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't fight. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't fight. Or however, she said it, you know, like uh, at the, uh, on the bus, you know, and then him like try to explain himself. And I thought the story was pretty good too. Like I, uh, I don't know anything at all about the backstory with these rings and all that, you know, like. Uh, but it was interesting, and I thought it was cool at the end, where they uh, they're discussing it all with their friends, like. What is her? What is their friend like? A doctor, or a lawyer? I think she's a lawyer, yeah, maybe. I, I think so. And uh, lawyer was kind of looking down on them earlier, like you know, as, as sometimes a friend might do, you know, like when you get walloped in civilization or something. But uh, it didn't seem to be like super mean spirited or whatever. But she's, uh, you know, and they go back at the end. They revisit an earlier scene, and they're just talking all about their adventures and all these crazy things they had done and. Yeah. And then, uh, who is it? Doctor Strange or whatever pops through a portal in the restaurant to tell them, like how much they need them or whatever. I'm not sure. What was it the is. other guy? Okay, yeah. I don't remember which one it was. But it was like you know, it really threw it in her face, man. Stupid oh, yeah. lawyer lady with all your book it. learning. Right. <laughs> you, know, like... you don't need no education to be cool like us. Yeah. <laughs> we're sa we're out here saving the world. Yeah. No, it was a good. Uh... It was definitely a good movie, and it was just a lot of fun, and it was, I don't, it was like encouraging to see, uh, you know, then that's a new franchise for them, and to see that they're starting off on the right foot and all that, it was, uh, yeah, it was really encouraging. So I'm sure there'll be more. I'm sure he'll be in the other movies uh, coming up, but uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I, definitely happy I, I went and saw that one. That's like there's been plenty of them. I could take them or leave them. Uh, but this one, I think, is uh, on the upper upper half, upper upper, maybe higher than that, I'm sure, uh, of the Marvel movies. So if you folks haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. Yeah. You mentioned it uh, after we left the theater was the fact that uh, they didn't try to force the relationship with the two characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big deal, man. Like every every movie ever is, uh, you know, let's let's force some romance. You know, you got to have the romance, you know, the romantic angle. People need that in their action movies. We do not. Thank you. There are other genres of movie, you know, dramas or whatever else uh, that we can, you know, get that from. We don't need to have uh, romance in every single action movie. So um, I did appreciate that they didn't overdo that. They'll they'll do it in the next movie, right? Right, (laughs) I mean, they were trying to do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just went to the uh the premiere of uh no time to die i think it is the james bond movie. yeah how was that it was okay you know i oh I, interesting i gave it like a 6.5 but wow it up to like a seven because how it ended um the ending kind of saved it for me i thought a lot of the action was just okay there's that movie was like trying to do so many different things uh not to start talking about a separate movie but yeah, I'm it, done with it, the other it, movie it, anyway. It, go ahead, go for it. Well, no, I mean it weakened the movie because it was like it was trying to do all these different things at the same time, where I think Shang uh, Chi is like more focused movie. So it was it was just a better movie because of it. But yeah, I mean I liked it. I liked the villain in that movie uh, because it was relatable. You know, obviously, not relatable in the fact that I hear you know alien dragons talking to me, but. <laughs> The fact that he tried to give up that life of power to be with the woman he loved, and then when she was no longer around and he he wanted her back so badly that it was kind of his motivation for the yeah he would do doing. anything yeah he was yeah anything. it reminded me a lot of uh, Wandavision how grief yeah could make you do some crazy stuff Can, that's actually a a really good segue into the other television movie category we wanted to talk about today which you have not yet seen is the tv show ted lasso and it's on apple tv and it was only happenstance i I switched uh we were talking all sorts of trash about t-mobile the other month i guess whatever it's been yeah and i went and got uh finally you know upgraded my phone switched over to verizon it is like infinitely better like infinitely like, I can't even explain to you how much better it is. I always have service. I can make phone calls and use my phone wherever I want. It is so much better. But as part of the thank you for switching over to Verizon, I got Apple TV for a few months. And I, I had mentioned that actually with you and someone. And they said, oh, Apple TV, you got to watch Ted Lasso. Never heard of it, right? Never heard of it before. And it took me like three or four days to remember that I was supposed to watch it. And then when I did, I watched it. It was my uh, Friday night, about 11 o'clock. I watched the episode. I was like, wow, that was amazing. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna keep watching, get in bed and keep watching it. Uh, I got out of bed at 6 in the morning, having uh, watched like all of the first season overnight. Didn't go to sleep, just watched it through. And then I watched all the way through the rest of the episodes till like noon or something. I literally binge watched almost two full seasons of this immediately because it was that good it is uh 
here's the premise of this. This guy, uh, before the show starts, he is a Division II college football coach, and he takes a team from, like, dead last or no wins or whatever to the championship in one year. And the series starts, and he is going, he is arriving in England to teach a Premier League, or to coach, rather, a Premier League soccer team. Uh, so, football, but different football. <laughs> and it is so well put together. And the way that, uh, I think it's just a, a remarkably well-constructed show. And uh, Jason Sudeikis is the, the, you know, the lead actor in it. He's the coach that's uh, been brought on. And he plays this this coach so perfectly he's from kansas you know he he's got the you know the thick accent he really seems like a dummy like remarkably like a dummy and uh but he gets results like he's got such a good attitude and his perspective is so good on life and and, and things like he does a really like a really good job but you basically watch him and he's obviously he's set up to fail, right? Well, he's got no business doing, you know, coaching soccer. He knows nothing about soccer. Um, but when you learn like the people that are making the decisions and the motivations behind things, and even as like the show and the characters develop, it always keeps that in mind. You know, like what is motivating them, and it's all very clear and very concise. Um, it's just it's excellent, Tony. You absolutely. Uh, you absolutely need to check it out. It is uh, like a top top notch TV show. It's one of the better TV shows I've seen in a long time. Okay, so college football coach coaching English football, basically. Yes, and, and you learn like comedy? first episode. You learn, yeah. It's a, it's a comedy. It's a drama. I think it actually won an Emmy for outstanding comedy, and it's very funny. It's irreverent, but like there's. You basically, with with this guy, you see that there is so many people fail to learn. They they don't uh, they just they go through life and they do what's expected or what's not, um, but they have no motivation to learn from other people. And that's something that he does very well at, at, you know, is learning and growing as a person. You know, and he you know he and everyone else goes through struggles and there's a lot of um, a lot of challenging things. Like, uh, I may or may not have allegedly, but probably did, uh, cry at parts of it. Wow. Um, because it was very, uh, very good. It's some of it's, you know, what do I have going on in life? You know, it's not like, I don't think maybe everyone would cry, but like, there were definitely some cry worthy moments in these, you know, just like the things they're going through and the struggles and maybe how it, you know, how it, uh, compares to your life or my life. But, uh. Really good, man. Really good. I definitely suggest uh, like anyone to watch it. Uh, there's a uh, there's some language, you know, so maybe like not for little kids. I'm not sure what the ratings are on these, or it is. Uh, yeah, it's top notch. Yeah, but uh, Ted Lasso, check it out. Like, you know what? I watched that uh, Tasha had was telling us about the other day. Oh, uh, Squid. Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. Did you see that yet? Uh, I have watched the first episode. Yeah, dude, it is something it. else. It is like, it is a good TV show, man. I watched the whole series. Um, yeah, yeah, 
it's a, it's weird, but it's worth it. Right. Although, I will tell you that watching that show, and I made a decision without, like, without information, like, like shortly into the show. So I, I think I can say this. I don't think it ruins anything, but I, I was watching it, and there's tense moments, and it's getting, you know, kind of crazy. And I just thought, I miss Game of Thrones. Because in Game of Thrones, any main character could die at any point, right? Right, yeah. And it's like, I I made the decision early in that series that they were going to, you know, and I won't say whether or not I was right, but, like, that was just a thought that I had. It was like, man, I really miss that, that, that writing and that, like, suspense and how all I was so much more invested in every scene because it was, you know, there was no way to know if you were actually about to watch one of your beloved characters die, you know? Right. But, uh, yeah, Squid Game's really, really interesting, too. Of the two, I think Ted Lasso is, like, phenomenally better. I think part of that, though, is, like, the subtitles and the dubbing of the English one. I, I thought the subtitling and the dubbing were bad in Squid Game. Like, it was difficult to, like, it was hard to, like, be there and, like, invest in the characters yeah. when it was, like, it just seemed so unnatural, you know? I thought Very much worth a watch. Decent. The examples that I can think of are in other episodes, but, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they blew their budget on the first one for the dubbing. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, but that one, that uh, Squid Games, it's like becoming a phenomenon. It's like Netflix's most most popular show ever. Do you know what their last one was? What was the name of that one? The one about chess. It was so good. Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit. Phenomenal. And you know what? Tasha, and I'll say Tasha because she was on the podcast, so she doesn't have to be our buddy this time. But um, Tasha... When, when I told her about that one, she was watching it, and she had watched, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, maybe there were seven episodes of the series, and she was, like, on episode four or five or something like that. Yeah. And she just looks over at me, and she goes, so, um, when does it get good? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I mean, I thought it was absolutely captivating from the very beginning. She goes, oh. <laughs> Different strokes for different folks, I guess, right? But right. Uh, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of them with with Tasha that we're on the same page with her. You know, like she's generally we have I think pretty similar tastes in a lot of these. But that one was one I thought was like just amazing. She was not a fan at all. <laughs> Truthfully, I wasn't a fan either. <laughs> oh man, uh, here I thought we were friends. How did you not like it? Tell me everything that was wrong with it, quick. Well, it was about alcoholism. I don't yeah. like stories that focus around that sort of stuff. It it turns me off, basically. So it's just like true crime type stuff. I'm like, boring. Not interested. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think with me just having, uh, just again, personal family stuff or whatever, having seen other people have struggles and whatnot, like maybe that was just another way that it spoke to me or whatever. I think that is a big a big factor in our enjoyment of so many, so much uh, so much of like the entertainment industry is how uh, how we can relate to it. Right. And surprisingly, we can all relate to uh, you know 
risking our life for money in Squid Game, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> as we go to work every day, amid, uh, uh, you know, amidst the uh, pandemic and whatnot. That first episode was like crazy. Like they were all shocked when everybody starts getting, you know, stuff starts happening to them and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, very good. It's a good series. You should definitely finish it. But you know what you should do first? What's that? Uh, tell us all where you went this weekend. Oh yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so to, for bud. those uh, for our followers on Instagram. You probably saw some of the uh, pictures that I posted from uh, this week, this past weekend, when I was uh, I took a little road trip up of uh, I twenty four here into Kentucky, and spent the weekend with some friends of mine. That uh, when I'm with them, our focus is board gaming. So uh, one of the guys uh, decided to rent. It's not it's not a bread and breakfast, I guess, but. It's called the, uh, it's called the Stagecoach Inn. It's basically like this two hundred year old house set in Guthrie, Kentucky, which is a little tiny town in the middle of nowhere. Basically, um, it's got like a historical marker. It's famous. Jesse James's gang stayed there, you know, back in the day, eighteen hundreds. Well, that's actually super cool. I don't, I don't remember that part of the story. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like it's got these uh, historical plaques and stuff throughout the house that you can read about, you know, the role the house played in the Civil War, you know, Jesse James's presence here, uh how he was reminds used. me of Shroot Farms. Yeah. True so, true fans will yeah. understand. Exactly. Um <laughs> you know, it's a very it's a it's a really old house. It does have some uh, modern uh updates like uh the kitchen and the bathrooms are all modern. But the uh, the rest of the house is, it it shows that it's old, right? Like the floors are warped, you know, and it's like huge ceilings with this old uh, antique furniture everywhere. There's like a p big piano, like I've never seen a piano kind of like it's like an organ piano thing. I don't know. Well, that's but, cool. Um, it, it was just it was cool because it was really old, and but there's got like paintings of people. But you don't know who these people are. <laughs> like, oh, you know, there's a painting of an old man. Or there's a painting of a young woman, you know. Uh, the bedroom that I was in, I uh, was left with, was kind of like an old attic add-on. And Interesting. Yeah, like, the ceiling was, like, all curved down. I actually hit my head on the curved part of the ceiling. Really? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's, like, a mirror in the corner, right? There's nothing like having an old antique mirror in the corner of your really spooky bedroom in the old attic. <laughs> did, did you see a ghost? Dude, that was one of the very first things um, I said to myself. There's no doubt that there's, there's people that have died in this house, right? And the, <laughs> one of the guys was like, oh, yeah, this was, like, a hospital ward for one of the Civil War battles here. <laughs> You know, there's been all kinds of people have died in this house. I'm like, I knew exactly, you know, I, I could sense it, right? And uh, I'm looking around, and, like, one of the other guys picked the bed. He's got, the like, the downstairs bedroom. Lucky him. And he's, yeah, and he's got all, like, the, the paintings of uh, people you don't know who they are, like, staring at you. Um, <laughs> but there's, like, I'm looking. It's, like, obviously they've added, like, at some point in the past, uh, you know, half century, they added like a uh, air conditioning or something, 
through some old vents or something. I'm just assuming. But there's like this like two foot by two foot grate in the corner of the bedroom that he was in. Right. And it's like you could pick it up and move it. Right. And it, uh. it looked like it was the gateway to, you know, some witch's den or something. <laughs> I'm like, there is definitely something that's going to crawl up out of there in the middle of the night. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> put, put your suitcase in front of it. Like, <laughs> but, uh, and then, you know, but we were there to play board games. Right. So, so we had, we probably had uh, 30, 40 different board games. And there was like 10 of us, you know, at any given time there playing in the, in the dining room. And it's like a big 20 foot long dining room table. And we were, you could, we set up games on both ends or if we were playing all together, just in the middle. But, uh, it was really cool. Like we played these games and I, I wanted to tell you that a couple of experiences that I had playing the board games, like one of the board games is, uh, Battlestar Galactica. And, um, I don't know. Did you ever see? Did you know that Bears beats Battlestar Galactica? Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, it's it's another thing for our Office fans that are listening. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even thought it's not a joke. It's not a joke, Jim. What does he say? I don't know. I didn't even thought it's a crime. No, it didn't even thought it's not a joke, Jim. Michael. Okay, I'm done (laughs) for now until you just really set me up like that with a softball. All right. So Battlestar Galactica. So we get this game set up. It's a seven-player game. It's not really a seven-player game, but we house rule it into a seven-player game. Right? Gotcha. And I don't know if you saw the old show, but you know you have these humans that are trying to 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 escape their solar system because they're being hunted down by Cylons, which are the baddies, the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. And in the most recent uh, television series, which ended like you know ten years ago, uh, the bad guys look like humans. So you couldn't tell the difference, right? So they're called Cylons, right? So they're hidden amongst the human population and their goal is to act human until it's time to activate. And then they, you know, destroy something or kill somebody or or whatever, sabotage something. They become traitors to the human race, basically. Um, Wow. Okay. Interesting. The object of the game is to get the ship and uh, you have a military, basically it's a space aircraft carrier. And in tow is all these civilian ships. And you're trying to get to Earth, basically. One of the objectives is Earth, and which is the objective we were playing. You have to make these hyper-light jumps across space until you get to Earth, uh, which is supposedly a sanctuary, right? So, so the object is to get there uh, before being destroyed by the Cylons. So you're being hunted by the Cylon Armada, while also at the same time, at the start of the game... Uh, you have what they're called loyalty cards, right? That are played out. And the loyalty cards, uh, you keep secret. And the loyalty cards might say, you know, you're a human. Or you're, you're, you're a Cylon, yeah. right? Or yeah, yeah. you're one or the other and you have to do some objective or something. So when the game starts, these cards are handed out. I was a Cylon. Awesome. Right, from the very beginning. Right? So you have to be... I mean, you there's all kinds of ways you can play, but... You don't want to give away the fact that you're a Cylon because you can be executed, right? And then kicked off the ship, basically, and you go take on your regular Cylon military role, right? Uh, Because you can really sabotage the humans way more effectively if you can maintain your uh, clandestine uh, identity. So I'm a Cylon early on, 
and after a certain amount of jumps, uh, they'll put out some more loyalty cards, and there's there's a chance that there are one or two players that were human before will turn Cylon. With seven players, there should have been at least, at a minimum, two Cylons. So I'm sitting there playing. I'm being all covert, you know. I'm helping here, but sabotaging there, right? Mm -hmm. And there's different categories that you can uh, sabotage to make the game end. That's sabotage the fuel, sabotage the morale, sabotage population, uh, and sabotage food, right? Uh, Well, I was really hitting the morale hard, and it was getting dangerously low for the the humans. And uh, I'm thinking, okay, if there's another Cylon out there, we got these guys. Right, and they're all, yeah, man, we're gonna lose this game. We're gonna lose this game. The morale is sitting at two. There's no way we're going to finish this game uh, without hitting zero on morale. And I wait and I wait and I wait the whole game, (laughs) thinking, where's the other Shalon? And finally, one of the players across the table, he accuses the player across from him, say, "You're a Shalon." He executes him. Ends up, you know, where the guy has to rebirth on the Cylon ship in space, which delays his movements by like, or his actions by like two turns, right? Lose the game. The Cylons do. We have these guys in, you know, basically dead the rights the entire game. But the other Cylon, what, 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 what was basically going on was the other player, the other Cylon player, I shake my head, um, was trying to pull off this fantastic last second pull defeat from the jaws of victory for the humans, right? Like he wanted to give them hope, hope that they could win, and then he was gonna pull this big ole, right? <laughs> uh, why? Why? We could have won an hour ago. Tony, it's about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> Obviously, it was the, but he never pulled off the big wow moment, right? I'm like, no, no. You and he got busted. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you, I'm I'm sitting here just shaking my head. You know, I'm like, really? Like, I don't. I'm not quite sure. I think it was him that was the Cylon. You know, I'm not wasn't sure. I'm like, where is the other Cylon player? Like, this should be a no brainer. Like, there was one opportunity where the two morale is telling you about, would have been lost. Would have been lost. All he had to do was throw in some cards that were worth a certain amount of points, right? He didn't throw any in. He didn't. He didn't do anything. We could have won. I'm like, oh, my God, I want to choke this dude out. That wasn't the worst of it. So that game, we finished that game. So we went and we let's let's play Nemesis, right? Nemesis is a, a game based on the movie Alien. Right where you have you play the crew of the ship, and you have object. Each player has his own objectives that he's trying to accomplish, and one either get the ship to a certain destination, or you hibernate with a certain goal accomplished, or you send like an emergency signal and be rescued, or something. Those are the typical goals. Anyway, playing this game, right? And, there, and one of the guys gets himself in a situation where he's uh, in a room called the airlock and one of the other players was like activates the airlock closes the doors and activates the airlock well if you die in the game 
There's no coming back. You die in real life. You die in real life, right? There's no coming <laughs> back, right? So he's like, oh, you're going to kill me? And so the other player's like, oh, sorry, man. I, I need to accomplish my goal, and you're kind of in the way, and I can't wait for you. So, yeah, I'm going to kill you. I happen to be in the room next door, which is the cockpit. Mm-hmm. And I'm the engineer. Uh, we call it flight deck now. Right. And I'm like, so- I could save you. I could. Should I? What do you think? Is this the guy? No, different guy, right? Can we just pretend it's him let's if that's going to make the story pretend, better? Right. Yeah, definitely the same guy oh. who messed up the last one. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, it gets better, right? <laughs> okay. So he's like, will you save me? I'm like, I don't know if I want to. I, I got another thing I'm trying to do. I'm like, if I, I, I spin the turn, like turns take forever. I'm like, you want me to spin the turn to like let you out? <sighs> so, you know, I'm a nice guy. I open the door for him. Rescue him. Uh, I hate you a little bit. Right? He's like, I'll be your bodyguard because he's the soldier. Right? He's like, I've got all these weapons and stuff. If you run into aliens, I got your back. Right? So, the game progresses. He's there with me because he keeps doing certain things. He keeps drawing aliens into our room. Right? That he kills. No problem. He has all the guns. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking, will you stop drawing the aliens in here? If I knew you were going to do this, I wouldn't have saved you. Right? I'm like, you're, you're really being uh, a bother. So finally, he's like, hey, do you want to help me fight this one, uh, one guy and we'll open this other door? I'm like, no. I'm going another direction. So I went a different direction. I left him by himself. So the, ga- the end of the game comes. All the players are converging on the hiber- uh, what's called the hibernatorium where you can hibernate. And you'll win if you've done all your objectives or whatever. So we almost all of the players, like four of the five players, converge on the hibernatorium. Except. No, I was there. <laughs> he was there. Another player oh. was there. Whatever. I go to hibernate. I'm the very first one. I'm like, and being the first one, I had an advantage, right? You have to roll some dice. And if it lands on a certain number and, and it corresponds with a, uh, another marker that's on one of the entryways to the, uh, to the room, it would like trigger an alien coming in, but there were no, none of those markers were up. Right. It was totally clear. So there's almost no way I could fail. I would, I would enter the hibernatorium. All my ob- objectives were completed. High probability of victory. Right. I go to get in the hibernatorium. That turkey that I saved, right? <laughs> I saved, uses an interrupt on me. What? Yes, he interrupts me, which means I could not make the roll. And then every player after me rolled and got into the hibernatorium. Except for him, he failed his, drew an alien in there. Well, you can't get in the hibernatorium if there's an alien in the room. I'm like, you turd. I can't believe that you did that. Why? What What was his explanation? Because, get this, his explanation, there was another player in the room. Guess which player that was? The Cylon guy, right? Are he you said, kidding me? He said, he said, hey, if nobody gets in the hybrid, I can still accomplish this one goal. Uh, uh, I just need another turn. So he, inter- he interrupts me, so this, the, ex-Cylon player that blew the previous game could get an extra weapon 
that he didn't even really need for his objectives mm. after we all the, after the game was over. It was like you didn't even need that. <laughs> <laughs> and like after I saved that church, but he just goes with this guy's recommendation of like, oh, I need another turn. So he interrupts mm. me. I'm like, karma will kill me away. But and it, it is kind of funny. I was still able to escape because of my okay. supreme dice rolling skills. Okay, I, had, I love also, it. <laughs> and he ended up dying. Good. He was the only player that died, right? I was like, Carmen, it serves you right. But it was funny. The next day, we were playing uh, a game. And that game, called Terraform Mars, you could actually attack a player directly. Did we play that one at your place? I think so. You could attack a player directly for resources. <laughs> and the okay. game says, pick a player. Take their resources or whatever. Well, I took his. I'm like, I'm like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I said this is for last night. I'm like, dude, you know, it's kind of funny because in my Instagram post, it's like there's nothing like sitting down in front of another player and just enjoying a good board, a good time playing a board game, right? <laughs> and here I just described this horribleness, <laughs> you know immoral games being played out <laughs> like <laughs> this is worse than any video game right you know where people are teabagging just, each other on a, you know. yeah. <laughs> it just makes worse. me think that like we should uh like never ever play board games with uh people we like that's that's how i feel about this <laughs> right but anyway to top it all off the evening comes to a close some of the people go home the people that were staying at the end, you know, we went up, we all uh, went to bed or whatever. And of course, of course, three o'clock in the morning rolls around. What do I hear at the window? A ghost. A freaking rapping, tapping on the window pane at three o'clock in the morning. I, I opened my eyes and I said, why wouldn't it be? Of course. Of course, there's something tapping at my window. <laughs> so, needless to say, I was like, Ugh. I sat there, I stared at the ceiling the, for the next hour. I'm like, waiting for the next tap, waiting for the next, you know, spooky noise or whatever. But it never came. But um, Did you get out of bed and look at it? I did. Obviously, of course. That's how you die. That's how you die. You know, speaking of dying, doing something like that, uh, I was telling the people about it uh, the next day. And, of course, you know, one of the people was like, oh, man, I heard there was something banging on the wall, you know, in our room, too. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? You know what would be funny? is like if you got up in the middle of the night and we just started rapping on everybody's walls and making noises <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, oh, no, wait. That's how you die. It's always <laughs> that person that dies in the movie. The prankster, yes. right? A hundred percent, yeah. hundred percent, the prankster is the one that dies. So immediately, immediately after saying that, oh, yeah, I thought, oh, tonight, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to go, like, play some pranks on people. I thought, oh, no, no. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's you got to know better. Got to know better, you know. It's like you don't go searching for out noises, you know, in places like, like going into like uh, basement areas or, uh, you know, uh, 
sheds or stuff. Yeah, you hear horrible, crazy sounds and noises. Uh, just let them do their thing, man. Yeah. Just ignore it. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, I follow the uh, the you know how the Utes uh, consider things is right. like as long as both my feet are under the covers, I'm safe. Right. You don't let them hang off. Yeah, if you, it better not be too hot, because <laughs> the monsters will grab you. Yep. Yep. You just pull the blanket up a little bit closer to your eyes, you know, where you're almost you can barely see over them. Keep your feet in to the center of the bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, we know what's going on. Yeah. We, we, That's why we're both still alive, Tony. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Years of experience of avoiding these ghostly traps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, following all the superstitions that uh, we definitely don't actually believe in, right? <laughs> oh, though, you know, I have told you the story about how my house is haunted, right? Okay, remind me. The, I don't know. I think I should save it for the next episode. The Halloween special. Oh, yes. Next week is uh, going to be the Halloween special. Yep. Got to figure out how and why we're going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I'll save my But we're taking it really seriously, folks. I'll save my scary haunted story. I live in a haunted house. I feel like (laughs) you've actually told me this, but I don't remember because I don't believe in any of that stuff. (laughs) Like (laughs) Come on. You were a little freaked out, was it two weeks ago when we were talking and I was like, Man, I hear something. Let me get up and go check it out. (laughs) Oh yeah. You definitely broke the the rule then and didn't die. Right. Well I didn't really go I just went to the doorway and I looked out and then you know, closed the door. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I think that's safe. Yeah, yeah. As long as I didn't go outside the room, I stayed in the room. <laughs> yeah, I definitely do remember that. There was a little potential haunting happening there. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think that wraps up our topics for tonight. Did we say all the words we were supposed to say? Yeah. Before we leave, we just wanted to promote a little. Uh, uh, tournament action that's going to be happening with the, uh, the 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 Facebook group that I'm a part of uh, for our our company. It's called a Rumble on the Tarmac Round Two, and it is on October 28th, and it is a Street Fighter Five tournament. Now, is that not the game that we uh, uh, played each other and fought to uh, you know? A standstill, right? I think we drew, right? Uh, is that how you remember it? <laughs> That's did how did I remember we also it? draw in the Civ 6 game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like the, Civ, the Civ, uh, Civilization game. It was a draw, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to call them both draws, sir. Yeah. I don't, uh, my ego's not uh, tied up in it at all. But uh, anyway, this is a cash prize event. It's open to a friends and family of our uh, airline family. And if you're listening to the show, well, definitely you're a friend. So it is open to you. Uh, $35 entry fee. Again, the date is October 28, 2021. If you're interested, uh, email. Are you ready? The email is... Is it Tony at goodtogameradio.com? Negative. Negative. Oh, okay. Well, we should probably say that too. <laughs> Just, you know. Uh, if you are interested in the uh, Street Fighter Five All-Cash Tournament, Rumble on the Tarmac Round 2. You just need to send an email to registersgl at gmail.com. So again, registersgl at gmail.com. 
And I'll put that in the show description. Um, if you, uh, you can check there to see, uh, see the email again. All right. Also, uh, their Instagram is official underscore SGL. Again, rumble on the tarmac. Sounds fun. Do you think we should, uh, enter, you know, just try to do a little, uh, well, you know, should we have a little rematch action? I think we should definitely have a presence. In the, uh, we could be, uh, you know, we would represent the losers bracket. <laughs> you know, <laughs> definitely. I'm, I'm, yeah, I think we we'd be fine representatives uh, in the uh, losers bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exciting though. Like that they uh, that they're doing big things like that. You know putting things together yep actually going through with things in their lives good on you yeah they've 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 managed to put together a couple of tournaments i've seen so do we care about anything or any game enough to you know put on a tournament for it i mean i guess no is the answer (laughs) i thought that was pretty clear i tried (laughs) you know i tried to i mean uh, i mean maybe do some baseball action but you know that was a hard one to get everybody on the same mlb the the show just playing in the league was just hard to get people to do that dude Uh, that i i like that's just another thing that reminds me of how bad i am at video games is the controls were so difficult like fielding was so hard (laughs) it took and the base running Never figured that out. Oh, I, that one like, was, actually, yeah, that one was even harder to figure out. I uh, I tried it. My whole thing was that, that I was my plan was that I was gonna avenge Vance's good name. Okay, I was gonna take on Tony, the bully. <laughs> all right, with my superior button mashing skills, and uh, it did not go as planned. Didn't. Never got to the point where I re- where like it, it was really quick where I realized that it would be an absolute embarrassment if I were to to one v one you in that game. <laughs> so right. so I just uninstalled it instead. <laughs> I mean I'll reinstall it if you want to stomp up stomp me you know on a game, you know. Yeah. If you want to tell a story about how horrible I am at something. Sure. Uh, you know, just <laughs> we'll flip the flip the script. All right. <laughs> and we'll uh well, I need something to even the playing field, you know. I can't keep doing all these draws with you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, folks. <clears throat> Thanks again for dropping by and joining us here on Good to Game Radio. Hopefully we'll have some more of our co hosts uh, uh gathered with us next episode for a Halloween special. So you hear a couple Maybe more we could get a special folks. guest. I'll uh Maybe if I text her more than an hour before we're going to be <laughs> doing right. it, we might end up with a little special guest action. Cool. Awesome. I can't wait to to have your special guest on. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll <laughs> <We're>, see. <laughs> schedules got to line up because yeah. that's been the, the most difficult thing lately. Yeah. All right. Well, again, you guys have a great night. Thanks for joining us. Check us out on Instagram uh, at good to Game Radio. That's where we've been posting most of our stuff uh, and on Facebook, but mostly Instagram. So follow us there. Give us a follow. Subscribe to us. 
and you'll see whenever I post a new episode that goes up on it too. Be sure you subscribe to your favorite podcasting uh, site, Good to Game Radio, and we'll see you guys next time. All right, later, dudes.